This is Desk Roast 2022. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> that's a lot of sound effects. <laughs> we just need some more of the whippersnippers coming from Martin's side and we'll be set. Can we have Toilet Guy? <laughs> Flush. <laughs> toilet guy, whippersnipper guy, car guy, yeah. and just random shouting guy outside. Toilet guy is always really exciting when he directs right at the water and not at the bowl because you get a lot oh, more yeah, reverberation. Yeah, that, oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that, that really sings. Yep. Hang on, let's have baby. Oh. That could be a goat. <laughs> more severance goat. That was more animal-like than <laughs> human, but yeah. We're just doing so, turning to animal animal impressions corner now. <laughs> In a very related topic, desk review twenty twenty two for April first, twenty twenty two. Or April second. Whose desk? What? Depending on your hemisphere. Shit. <laughs> April first slash second, twenty twenty two. Also, not the date when people will be listening, but just pretend, listeners. <laughs> Work with us. Insert date here, 2022 <laughs> it's a, it's a text or another sniffing. year. Yeah, you just do the fill-in. <laughs> Dot DS. It, it'll, it'll all work out. So today, Perth Bandits, also known as... Oh, wait, can I... Do I, do we say they're real Yeah, name? yeah, he's... I don't think there's any... He's pretty public. He's, he's like he's basically fine. a government official or something, yeah. right, for the NBL. And he's beloved in Perth, so it's important to know that too. Yeah, and people know him on the street. So Nick Tan has sent us his desk slash office, I will assume. And we are going to just tear this room apart and overanalyze every single decision he has made about this space. Yeah, if you go back in the Hemispheric Views audio archives, you'll find that we did Mm -hmm. a series of desk reviews quite early in our run. Um, They proved to be quite popular. They were enjoyable. It was... People who like computers and stuff like that are usually quite obsessive about their workspaces. And so much of one's personality can be reflected in their workspace. And that's what we found in those desk reviews. Yes, and now we're we're back at it. Back at it again with the white vans. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't love a desk, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's just, it's your home for so many hours of the day. So it says a lot about a person. It yeah. really does. And I guess we'll just jump right in. Yeah, let's, right let's now. do it. And of course, play along at home. We'll have links in the show notes. MP3 artwork. Check it out in your player. Yeah. Yeah. We've been given explicit permission to share this desktop. So he's signed a contract. Don't worry. It's fine. What I'm going to say right out of the gate is I'm going to ask both of you for your opinion on this. What is the percentage chance on any given day that you walk into this room and it's this friggin' clean. <laughs> Do we really believe? Are we led to believe, ladies and gentlemen, that it looks this impeccable on any given day of the week? What do you both think? Well, I think in this particular case, I don't want to accuse him right up of being like a YouTuber. You know, when you see YouTubers oh. who are like, check out this review, and it's like no one has ever even breathed in mm. that room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in this case, there has been maybe some preparation. But I will add that I think <laughs> the reason this picture is so insect free is because there is a flying insect killer spray ready on the window. So you can do work. That is the, yeah. <laughs> Given where he's at, that is probably empty. I mean, look at the cage on the window to keep 
the bugs and animals out, right? I mean, well, clearly he's misunderstood fly screen mesh because if he had actual mesh, the insects yeah. wouldn't come in. I think it's just a series of interconnected holes. <laughs> this feels like the Starbucks cup that was left in the Game of Thrones shot, right? Where they cleaned up the whole scene, everything looked great, and then somebody said, what the fuck? There's insect spray, like, right there. Like, how did we miss that? Where was the PA to go grab the insect spray? So... That's a fair point. That That's what led me to believe that this was maybe a little bit of a setup job. Mm. Not to mention you zoom in, it's black and gold. He's gone for like no frills, you know, well, full on classic yes, Australian. it is no frills, but it also is the state colours of Western Australia, black and gold. Oh. So, so he's just being on brand. Yeah. Really is what you're saying. Fantastic. So all okay. he needed to finish the on brandness was a high vis vest just hanging over the back of that chair. <laughs> I think that's what's behind the camera. He's actually wearing it. <laughs> he's wearing it because he's performing a photo and there's, that's a, that's dangerous work. Okay, so past the fact that it is disgustingly clean, mm-hmm. these photos on the wall are the very first thing that come to my mind in that they are oh, yeah. huge, yeah, can... obviously basketball related. <laughs> I think that's no big surprise. I feel like I can add some value on these. If you've got any questions, I think I can probably help out a little. Well, I think we all know it's the Chicago Bulls, so that's clear. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, the greatest uh, basketball team in the world. I don't in know. In Australia, for sure, yeah. Yeah, they're very big in Perth, the uh, Chicago. Chicago Perth Bulls, I think they call them. But no, these photos are, I would say, legendary in the size. The one in the top is looks almost like an illustration of some kind, mm-hmm. which I have to imagine... Maybe this is a gift. I don't know, but I'm loving the fact that there are not there's not one but two of these magnificently large wide photos above the desk. I think that's a great backdrop. Um, Andrew, feel free to jump in. Uh, Granted, I'm obviously a MBL like pro and I know everything about it, but you're learning so much. Let's just say that I knew nothing at all about NBL, mm. Perth Wildcats, none of that. What could you tell me about both of these um, giant photos? Okay, so what we've got here is a reflection of the Perth Wildcats, who are the most successful franchise in the Australian National Basketball League. Mm. They have 10 titles to their name. Mm. I think the next best is, gosh, testing my memory, I think another team has six. Uh, I think it might be Adelaide, perhaps, with six. Is that the Illawarra team? Is that? I feel I should know that, no. but now, now I'm blanking out. No, Illawarra have got one. I think they have won one in all their time. Hey, it's more than zero. That's what I'm saying. More than zero. Um, <clears throat> but what we're seeing in that picture is so the, the illustration is a reflection of all those 10 championships and the great players that have participated in those. So it's taken what they looked like, you know, the sort of the representation of the players at the time that they won, but all brought into a single picture in the locker room, holding the various trophies in the different uniforms that were worn at the time, all... Right. Legends of the club. So like your Michael Jordans, your your Larry Birds. Yes. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Two two observations about this picture. Yep. Actually three observations, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, the guy with the number four who's high fiving, Water. Yeah. Is that a mullet? Yes. Eric Watterson was like famous for the he played, I think, three hundred and two games for the Perth Wildcats, somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he had the he had the the epic mullet from the 80s so that was the original mullet generation 
I love that they specifically painted this or drew it or whatever so that he was backwards so that they could show that off. <laughs> That's fantastic. It is great. But like, should we show his face? Like, no, nobody knows what he looks like. Everybody knows the hair. Have him go the other way. My second point or question is something you see a lot in men's locker rooms, at least, you know, on live TV is the supportive butt slap. And I'm not mm. seeing that in this picture. Is that something that happens a lot in basketball, Andrew? They call that the good game. There's still a butt slap. There's still a butt slap. I think there's less butt slap than there used to be. Mm. Yeah. I think there's a bit more, you know, hand high fives these days. I think the butt may be just a little bit more. I'd give you a good game. A little bit more aware that perhaps it's not the appropriate way to dap somebody up good to clarify because it it does pop up and i thought surely there would have been one in that room Mm, now my third point is uh i think this is a great picture locker room of dreams it's very uh, emotive it's a nice uh, moment in time i love that the illustrator this isn't something that nick tan has done by himself right no this is someone right i love that they've acknowledged the fact that most people who take photos cut people's feet off at the bottom of the picture (laughs) it happens constantly in photo family photos that people take who aren't me? <laughs> yes. You just cut their heads off and leave the feet. And basketball players have <laughs> big feet as well, so they, they, it's true. Very difficult to frame. Plus. But it just—it it obviously shows these people are quite tall, and they had to make a compromise. Yeah. And what you'll see under that is a picture of a full Perth arena, mm. with people all decked out in red, being the current colour of the Perth Wildcats. That is—I don't. It's hard to see. I don't have the resolution, but I'm thinking that might be a game against maybe New Zealand which is a great rival of Perth Wildcats, maybe a grand final, maybe a winning, maybe at the winning moment. I can't see. I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm guessing there a little bit. But that is mm. a great place to, well, it's it's a, it's a great place to watch basketball. I'm a bit of a stickler. I, I like the old small stadium they used to play in. It had a bit more of a uh, earthy vibe to it. But it is the largest basketball venue in Australia, and it is filled up quite regularly. Wow. I wonder if he took that photo. I'm curious if that was a event he was at or no, just one that he that found. That will have been a purchased photo from a photographer. Okay. Nick sits way too close to the court to bother walking all the way back up into the stands of course to he take does. that. What a stupid question for me to ask. He wants to feel the sweat of the players as they run yeah, past. He does, is yes. that right? Yeah, yeah. And scream yeah. abuse at the opposition. They call that ambiance. <laughs> Okay, so we've got the photos. There's another photo that I'm super intrigued by in the corner that we can't see what it is, and I want to know what that is as well, but we're going to have to skip that for now. Mm. I'm assuming it's... Element of mystery. Some basketball thing. It has I'm a red edge. Gonna have, so you'd have to it think It seems it's... like a pretty high likelihood that that is a basketball-related item. Yep. So we'll just say that it is. So moving down, if we kind of go left to right, apparently he has his own bobblehead. <laughs> I'm assuming that's him. <laughs> With the beard? He is a god in his own home. He's That's, a god in his own that home. Is, that is, I can confirm that is a very good likeness of Nick Dan. I don't know how you- So, it is to scale. That's actually how large his, his head is. His head is massive. Yeah, it's just a gigantic wow. head with a, with a gigantic <laughs> beard. You know? Just, wow. Okay. Is he always fixed to one surface in that yeah. manner? Or mm-hmm. does he have free range of movement with his legs? He, his no. legs do move, but his head moves a lot more. So, you know, his leg yeah. will move one pace and his head- Bounces back and forth five or six times. Yeah. Yeah. So that's be really uh, dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And he's sitting on some speakers. Okay. Mm. So we've got our we've got our classic bookshelf speakers, as they're called, which tie together with the gigantic receiver in the middle of the desk, 
which is being good base used for a display as a monitor stand. Yeah, I've never seen a receiver it, as a as a desk. Never, first time, never. No, that is a first in desk history to have a full on receiver. I think it's a pioneer. Can't quite tell. Marantz is it? It's an, it looks like Marantz. Yeah. Marantz? Okay. Um, yeah, that's the. That is the, the, the centerpiece of the desk yep. driving those bookshelf speakers. So he's clearly into having quality sound while he's computing. And in true receiver style, the display never matches the input that you actually want it to say. So it's saying CD. And I'm going to yep. guess that it's not <laughs> CD that's being put through it, but you never have the right input label. No, I would, <laughs> I would hope not. Yeah. So if I back up then, we've got obviously the... The centerpiece being the Mac, uh, MacBook Air, I believe that is M1 MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. He's discussed loving that machine. Seems like he still does because it's there still. Yeah. On this interesting stand that I know I've seen before, can't place who makes it, and can't for the life of me remember what the hell that little weird slider in the front does, other than maybe adjust the angle. <sighs> but I don't remember who makes that stand. Actually, I think it's what what happens is as you type, it shifts along like a typewriter, and oh, then you got to reset before you can go. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. At this stage, it's not actually in use because, very impressively, I think he's planted this. He's listening to the Lumen Industries music experience yes. on his computer. I like yes. that Easter egg. So, yeah, that is fantastic. Yeah, very nice. It does feel like he was very purposeful. Maybe what happens is it adapts kind of like the touch bar. So he doesn't have a touch bar. Apple's mm. moved on from that with these models, or at least it was never on the air. So I think when he's typing, that slides along like a typewriter. It's but like now it- that he's listening to music, it actually represents mm. quite coincidentally the timeline of where he's up to in the track. It. So oh, it moves along depending yes. on where he is on so the it's song. An, it's an analog touch it's a, bar. It's a jog shuttle. Exactly. Yeah. And you can rewind just by pulling that slider Slide along. it over. That's that makes sense. Genius. I like that. That is good. I, I like to get one of those. I like that idea. On his other monitor, you notice he's got the uh, Hemispheric Views Discord on screen. I like that. Very popular. I've heard good things about it. He's looking at his own desk. Photos of himself, his own desk. And then, <laughs> yeah, then a magic moment from the Oscars ceremony on that mm. photo. That was a time that happened. <laughs> I want to highlight something else, which I think is a big statement mm. in mm. Apple land. I'm yeah. not as offended by this accessory as some others are. Oh. But the fact that he has put away the magic <laughs> mouse, but clearly in view near the preferred mouse, which is what looks like some sort of Logi MX Master MX or Master What do you three. think of this? Uh, I think it's <laughs> hilarious how often I see the magic mouse close to the computer, but not being used. <laughs> I may need that touch surface one day. I like to think it's a backup mouse so that when the Logitech eventually does what it does best and starts stuttering and crapping all over itself... <laughs> So you can grab a mouse that will actually track correctly. So I think that's the understudy, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) I think that's what that is. It has to be right. I think that's it. And then I'm confused about what the thing is next to it. I assume it's some kind of USB hub type thing because there are all of these other things connected, yet only one plug into the MacBook Air. Are you looking at that so, giant red thing with the, the handle? No, no, not okay. the red thing. The red thing I'm I'm very concerned about okay. in terms of it being dangerous. But I think the, <laughs> the black box next to the standby mouse. Ah, uh, yeah. I thought it was his glasses case. 
Oh, yeah, that, that could is be. a glasses case. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It looks like one. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think so. Or it may be where he keeps his tobacco. He's going Bluetooth with the MX Master, which is probably driving him up the wall, if, if I had to guess, because using an MX Master on Bluetooth is like being in hell. So they've still not fixed that. I don't know. I threw mine in the garbage, so I have no idea. I okay. was done even trying to make that work. Okay. So I have a question about this multi-display thing, because we were speaking recently. Mm. One of you, no, both of you asked me about whether I like one or two displays. Sure. Mr. Bandits mm. yes. right, has three displays, technically. Yes. Now, yeah. I want to know, because he was talking about it in the Discord, is that display on the far right exclusively for the PlayStation game that he plays, or is it part of the full suite and he will actually take the logo off it? In my heart, I like to believe that that is... 100% dedicated to the PlayStation and that is all that it does so that while he is doing anything work related mm. in this office he can always at a moment's notice turn 10 degrees to the right and be playing PlayStation instead mm. I like to think yeah. that's what's going on I believe that to be the case I think it's purely a gaming screen and I've got even more sorry I'm kind of taking over this yeah, year two ahead. things in this that I feel are very Australian, or at least resonate with me, or they're a bit nostalgic. Mm -hmm. His office chair. First of all, I'm very impressed, Nick, that you have an office chair that doesn't have arms or armrests. I'm a non-armrest guy. It looks like an office chair, like he stole it from work. Well, it looks like I was going to say it looks Barring. like it has the upholstery of you know appropriate and sensible public transport <laughs> to avoid showing stains. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's great. And I'm not having a go. It's clever because if you spill some coffee on that, no one's going to tell Doesn't at all. Matter. No. And you can just go swap it out with another one at work and then you yeah. have a brand new chair. And it's the same Just chair. office theft. Yeah. Just to, you know, but if you're an office decor it's a, at home. It's a loan. Yeah. I think we call yeah. that a loan. Yeah. It's a loaner. Oh, not theft. Yeah. I jumped the gun not there. Sorry. No, it's a loaner. One more point that I'll stop taking over is Feldfoot. Looking through the window again past mm. the mesh-free interlocking holes. Mm -hmm. The tiny hot tub? I don't know if you have this <laughs> feeling, Andrew, but what was that? The tiny hot tub? Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. The brickwork yeah. with that overhanging palm tree just looks like every family resort I went to in like the late 90s and early noughties as a kid. Yeah. I, I want to believe so so badly that it's just it's a little hot tub out there. <laughs> and at with this any little point during of... the day, he can just be like, you know what? It's hot tub time. <laughs> is, that a bam is that like a miniature bamboo fence as well? Yeah, it does look like it, doesn't it? I'm not sure what that is. It's like a little tiki, think tiki so. house kind of thing. I don't know. I just imagine like Jeff from Survivors coming out and telling him <laughs> the tribal council has spoken or something. Yeah, it's just like, I think it's like, hey, it's 3 p.m. It's time for a Mai Tai going out to the hot tub. That's what Jeez. I like to think. But the, the PlayStation thing just made me realize that the timing of this is that he set everything up, mm -hmm. turned the PlayStation on, waited for the logo, then took the photo. Because this is not, I do not believe, a mm. screensaver situation. Right. This is like a boot logo. Okay. So this was very well thought out and timed in terms of, I want to make sure everyone knows that I'm, I've got a PlayStation dedicated here. Yeah. Right? So. There's a lot of effort in this photo. The one other thing I really like is just above the PlayStation TV, mm -hmm. uh, you'll see a socket on the wall. And this, to me, is also that, very yeah. Australian. Yes, yes. Because this looks to me like an RF cable input. Mm. So something that you would you would have a roof antenna 
Mm. And for free-to-air television, you would plug your TV into that to get good reception. And in true modern Australian fashion, it it continues to exist and yet (coughs) it has nothing plugged into it because who the hell uses free-to-air television these days? It's like when you see plastic plates that say telecom on them. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like an RJ45 phone thing. Maybe. I think it's round. Give it oh, height. I think it's round, though. Is it round? Well, maybe okay. you're right. It looks like the TV one, <sighs> anyway. I just assumed because of the height that you would put one of those, like, phones, right? Because it's kind of at grab level, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it could be, yeah, it could be free to air, too. Yeah, we need a high-resolution photo, don't we? Well, I want to thank Nick yeah. Perth Bandits Tan for his submission of his desk and i think it's overall a lovely place and i would love to visit and mostly go into the tiny hot tub with a margarita well there you go the next hemisphere reviews meetup is now happening in the tan tub <coughs> tiny hot tub we're going to record in the tan tub uh somehow we're going to fit multiple people <laughs> adult sized into the tub and it's going to be great <laughs> I already have the title of the episode planned. It's going to be A Bubbly Affair. <laughs> See, I was going to go with Hot Tub Tan Machine. Oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> I think A Hot Tub Tan Machine is the episode title for this one now. I don't know. <laughs> he, he's going to see it pop up and be like, what the fuck is it? What the hell is this? Oh, God. Well, thank you, uh, <sighs> Nick, as well as both of you for your kind input and i guess the last thing real quick is just nick if you could look at that red thing on your desk and make sure that's like up to code yeah i'm just earthed whatever that one of those safety yeah, tags yeah. put on it yeah checked or put a tiny little high-vis vest on the <laughs> thing just so at least everyone can understand what's yeah. going on just need to see a label this was last checked in september 2021 yeah. or that's something all, yeah. that's all we need or like check office for latest certification something just to give us some kind of you know Yep. We don't want you dying in a horrible electrical accident. No, no. There are many more things we need you to design for Mm. us. So. Yep. Okay. Is that it? All right. Boom. (laughs) All right. Count us down. Uh, Counting down in three, two, one. Stop. Oh, my mouse stopped.